Good evening, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and good evening to those in the world that are not of Christ. Today's been an absolute blessing. Um, I went to a baptism in Newcastle upon Tyne, England, to baptise a woman who gave her life to Christ, and it was an absolute blessing. And one awesome testimony is that the water is cold this time of year, and the North Sea is particularly cold anyway throughout the whole year. And I remember last year, um, in the summertime, I went down to the Sunderland Beach and I went for a swim. And believe me, it was like probably towards the end of the summer and it took my breath away. I went in and it was like, <gasps> like really, really cold. So you can imagine this time of year. And I said to everyone, just pray and believe that the water will be warm. Right. And when they got in the warm, the guy that was baptizing her and this woman, the water was warm. It was incredible. Now, that's called faith. But what I want to talk about is something Proverbs 12 talks about, and that's stupid people. And in our faith, you're going to get a huge amounts of Christians, huge amounts, that are completely and utterly stupid. And the book of Proverbs 12, sorry, Proverbs 15, says that people are gullible. But I want to talk about stupid people today, because you're going to find millions of them. They are completely and utterly stupid, and there's plenty of... Um, examples in the New Testament and Jesus warns you about false prophets and teachers going out into the world and the word stupid in the English dictionary is someone who lacks intelligence and believe me there's plenty of them even the ones that seem to have intelligence theologians or Bible teachers preachers they are stupid people and they just don't see what God has shown them so 2 Thessalonians 2 verses 1 to 9 talks about those who have been deceived and God adds more of a deception onto them because he knows how wicked and hard their hearts are. So when you look at what Jesus is saying about warning about false teachers, prophets, you know, they may come and say in my name that we healed your sick, that we did this and we did that. But he says, in the end, I don't know you. Who are you? You know, I don't know who you are. In other words, you didn't surrender my, your hearts to me. You're just stupid basically and you might be thinking he likes that word stupid but i don't because it's extremely frustrating when you're talking to brothers in christ that clearly don't see the scriptures as you do even though they're black and white and paul makes it very clear in the new testament who i would put above most the apostles because he was chosen by god for a clear reason paul was an up-and-coming pharisee he knew the torah law inside out the five books of moses he was stopped on the road to damascus he was turned around by god and he is the most effective apostle in the new testament he read romans galatians ephesians colossians and so on he read them all and all the way up to timothy and so on and um he didn't write james obviously because james was an apostle but he writ most of the New Testament. And I want to make it very clear that Paul was a very, to the point, direct guy who's very bold and says how it is. But he emphasizes the importance of love, to love one another. And I went, I was talking to a bunch of brothers today about a topic that I won't go into. But I want to reassure all of you that there are stupid people out there, not only as unbelievers, but as believers. And the question is, are these people going to be in heaven? And remember, I guarantee you this, the people that are going to be in heaven are the ones you wouldn't expect to see in heaven. The ones that you think 
that are going to be in heaven, the ones that are preachers and they sound good and they seem to be teaching good, well, you'd only know if they are teaching the truth if you actually read the Word. And most Christians don't read the Word. They just read the, the four epistles, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But they don't read anything else. And you will be deceived. It's as simple as that. Another topic we're talking about today, can you lose salvation? Yes, you can. The Bible makes that very clear. Jesus continuously tells you to follow him, chase after him. John 15 makes it clear what will happen to someone who doesn't bear fruit. Hebrews 6, Hebrews 10. You know, the Bible continuously tells us to point and chase after Jesus. Calvinists would say that no one can take you out of the hands of God. No, no one can, but you can walk out of the hands of God and God can certainly throw you out. So we've got to continually, continually chase the Lord. And if we do that with all our heart, soul and might, Jesus' first commandment, and keep the second, love your neighbour as yourself, which holds all the Ten Commandments and Prophets together, it'd be very, very, very hard for you to lose your salvation if we do these two, which is his commandments. Throughout the Matthew, Mark, Luke, John books, Jesus had 234 more do's and don'ts. You will see that if you read the Bible, and you'll see that it's very clear what Jesus tells you to do, what standards must be met. But if you don't meet them standards, for example, the five, two and one talent servant, the five went and made more, the two went and made more, and the one went to hell. So if you think you can't lose salvation, these were Christians, these were servants of Christ. And number one, as Jesus explains, depart from me, you wicked servant, for you knew, you did not know me. You had no part in me. Where do you think he went? To McDonald's? No, he went to hell. So you've got to take scripture into context. And that's the problem with a lot of Christians today on many levels, from many backgrounds, from many um, ethnic backgrounds. They just don't listen. And they think, oh, well, I know what it says now. They go and run their mouths off, preach the gospel to hundreds of people. And they think, do you know what? I won't go and be judged by Jesus. Yes, you will. You're going to be judged for every single word you've spoken. James makes that very clear in the book of James. James 3, 2, I believe it is. James 3, 1 or James 3, 2. He makes it very clear and warns teachers. And he's including preachers in that because when you preach, you're doing the form of teaching as well. You can easily slip into it. So I warn all of you now, if you're called to be a pastor, then confirm it. To be a pastor, you need to have experience. You need to be walking in Christ. I wouldn't think anyone with anything less than maybe seven or eight years of experience in Christ should be a pastor because you haven't got the experience. It's like, you know, it's like joining the military. For example, you do th three, six months basic training. They're not going to stick you on the front line with special forces. They're not going to promote you to be major after six months, right? Are they? No, they want experience. So what do they start off with? They start off with a lance corporal, then a corporal, then a sergeant, then a color sergeant, warrant officer one, two, and then major and so on right it works up the ranks they don't stick someone who's just passed out from basic training in the position of a general no you don't because you've got no experience in the role so it's the same in the christian fellowship you have pastors that need experience to be a theologian you need to be a studied at university to get your doctor's degree for a minimum of five years right and there's only three universities in the world that actually give out proper doctor's degrees and one of them is here in the United Kingdom in Durham University. A second one is Oxford. Or oh, is it Cambridge? I can't remember. So, a touching on preachers. You're only a preacher if you're called to evangelism or teaching. If you're called to that, it might not be your calling. Ephesians 4.11 covers that. 
if you're called to it and many are not because evangelism is not just go out and witnessing it's not witnessing at all it's a form of preaching the word of god and telling unbelievers that they can be saved because god loves them and to correct those who are so-called believers away from error and in the doctrine if they're walking there at just james 5 20. so it's very clear that we don't take scripture out of context and many do so once again there are very many stupid people in the faith proverbs 12 and god warns about this and from proverbs 1 all the way through proverbs 12 god talks about walking him seeking him taking on wise counsel but you'll find people that rabbit off their mouth and they won't listen to scripture and they won't seek god in prayer but they think they know it all i wouldn't want to be that person on judgment day it's so important that we realize that jesus did it all on the cross everything before you did everything before christ everything before the blood that you did it doesn't matter if it's marriage or if it's murder or rape <coughs> excuse me <coughs> whatever you did is forgiven by the blood of jesus if you sincerely repent that's it clean start fresh start that's the blood of jesus everything now in the faith walking with christ is very serious and you are to follow christ you're not to go out murdering people you're not to get married and get divorced many do many get married in christ and the only two reasons that jesus gave the same two reasons that moses gave because of the hardness of people's hearts is a death and adultery but the jews made more and more and more so jesus says i tell you there's only two reasons it wasn't like this in the beginning but i'm telling you now the only reasons you may divorce a wife or you divorce your husband is for death and adultery now god knows people have difficulties mentally and physically things break down the man can be abusive to the wife the wife can't take it the laws of the land protect her and she has to get out of there because he is violent clearly not walking with the lord because if you're walking with the lord first you wouldn't treat god's daughter like that and secondly you would know what is expected of you as a man of god and vice versa right god is the judge and on judgment day every single person will be judged believe it or not your works will be judged they'll either be burnt up by wood hay and stubble or they will survive the fire through precious stones gold and silver and so on right but don't think for one second you can't be go to hell you will go to hell very serious stuff john 15 makes that clear at hebrews 6 hebrews 10 the parable of the five two and one talent servant the ten virgins five had oil five didn't you know the five that had oil went into heaven the five that didn't have oil and so on there's so many parables read what jesus says paul makes it very clear we are not saved by our works but we are saved by faith in god galatians 2 verses 15 to 21 so brothers and sisters i pray that you're not stupid i pray that you're open to your hearts i pray that you open your hearts to god and listen to the word listen to all of the word in the new testament because that's what you come under the old testament is just as important as the new but you don't come under it because that's the mosaic law mosaic law and law of moses right that is now not been done away with as such we don't come under that we come under the blood of jesus and if we love him and follow him we keep the ten commandments in our heart so the old testament is just as important to learn from the build up to christ but we focus on the new and that's what we come under so i pray lord in the name of jesus that people will listen to this message they will open their hearts up they won't be stupid 
they will be listen and be open and be useful to your ministry father because father at the end of the day we are here to serve you not ourselves we're not to get um positions higher than one another we shouldn't be seeking about positions higher than one another i do not care who is out there got more of a ministry than me i don't care if they got the gift of healing i'm not interested if they got the gift of demon removal my goal is to serve you with all my heart and i pray that the people that listen to this do the same do they seek you first seek the kingdom first as the word says seek the kingdom of god first before all things as paul says in colossians 3 2 focus on what's above not things of the earth i pray in jesus name please lord bring this out to people that we are to serve one another in love and to rebuke those in error if necessary i pray lord in the name of jesus over this message i love you all in jesus name amen